I walked into my granny's house one day to find my mom giving granny a bath in her hospital bed. She was covered with a large towel for modesty while my mom went about the business of caring for granny. Granny saw me and she knew me immediately that day and was thrilled to see me. She and my mom and I were laughing and joking and having a high old time when all of a sudden granny yelled, hey Pam. I looked at her and she flung the towel away and grabbed her boob and proceeded to squeeze it while yelling pow 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 over and over. It was hysterical. I nearly fell on the floor with laughter at my little old Christian granny's display. Welcome to the WTF IDK podcast, where we are owning the uncertainty of adulthood. I am your host, Chris, and together we will explore situations life throws at you and how to handle them like a badass. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on all social media at WTF IDK pod. This is episode four. Go home, Roger. All right, so our anecdote for today is a sweet little story that I thought was really cute because it's showing you a couple of different things. Um, The young lady that wrote the story was talking about her mom, her grandmother, who is suffering from a form of dementia and I think maybe even Alzheimer's. And anyone that has experienced um, the frustration that accompanies caring for someone with that condition definitely would find joy in that story. Some days are good days. Some days are bad days. Uh, Some days your loved one knows you. Some days they don't. So whenever you have them with a moment of clarity like that, it's always a good time. But one thing I'd like to point out about that story is the cycle of caretaking that occurs in families. You know, when we're babies, our parents care for us. They do everything. They carry us around. They wipe our butts. They feed us and do all of that. And ultimately, when they reach an older age and are unable to care for themselves, it becomes our job to be the caretaker. So with that grandmother being bathed by her daughter and her granddaughter essentially being there to help is that cycle of caretaking that, you know, hopefully all of us will be able to experience. And then it's just funny because anytime your grandmama grabs her boobs, it's, I mean, it tickles me. I'm like, oh. Paradigm shift. Moving back home, a sign of failure or a step up to greatness? What differentiates the two? It's definitely your attitude. Either you're an adult living in the house with other adults or you're mooching. How do you determine where you fall on that spectrum? One, do you pay rent? And when I say rent, I mean you're paying at least half of the mortgage or some sort of equivalent agreed upon between you and your parents. Two, do you contribute to the utilities, meaning the light, the water, cable, sewer, internet, all of that? Three, can you freely give out the Wi-Fi password? If you answered no to any of these questions, there's a solid chance you're a moocher. Now that you've been made aware that you are a resource draining leech, how do you feel? The only appropriate answer is guilty. G-U-I-L-T-Y. Marinate on it. Keep in mind, if you are an adult that is adulting in your parents' house, this does not apply to you. But if your mom is the only person that is doing your laundry, 
you may need to reconsider some things. When it comes down to living with your parents, it's not necessarily a sign of failure or something that you should be disappointed about. In fact, in several other countries, living with your parents past the age of 18 is expected and encouraged. So why is it such a big deal in America for you to live with your parents past a certain age? Well, it looks like you can blame World War II. The propaganda that was forced into everybody's head told us that the only way to ensure that you were successful was to do everything yourself. You had to have your own home. You had to have a job. You had to have 2.5 kids and a dog, a white picket fence, and all the other garbage that you saw on Leave it to Beaver. In reality, that mentality is part of the reason that our country is in such great debt. If we were focused more so on being physically responsible and saving and working together as communities, and your community can be as small as your family, a lot of us would be closer to being debt free. There are so many different reasons for you to live with your parents that aren't directly related to you not being successful elsewhere. You could have a parent that is ill and needs around-the-clock care that's expensive. You could have small children and you need assistance with caring for them. Living with your parents gives you an opportunity to learn about them as an adult and vice versa for you as well. Your parents can finally see you as an adult and you can show and prove that Despite all of the frustrations you caused them as a teen, they didn't F it up. All right, so for this week, our sensei of uncertainty is a good friend of mine, Miss Larikia Brown. So, Larikia, how are you? I'm well. Good, good to, good to hear. So, we're talking today about being an adult living with your parents. But before we get off into it, let's start with the icebreaker. In the movie of your life, what would be the theme song? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fight you, Chairman. <laughs> no, no, no fighting on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's out yet. You don't think the song nope. is out? Nah. Or it's not there? <laughs> nope. Right, I'll take it. You I'll ask it. somebody who, I came over here in complete silence. <laughs> oh, so you were contemplating what you were gonna say on the podcast? No, I just don't listen to music like that. Dang, this is something I did not know about you. I mean, I, I listen to it, but I can't tell you a favorite song. It's just whatever. So, no, no theme song at all. Nah. Whoa. So your movie's gonna be silent, or it could be like the Lego Batman movie, and you start off with a monologue. We'll okay. roll with that. We'll roll with that. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get into this. You currently live with your mom, correct? Bless it. <laughs> and you are over the age of 18, correct? Yes. All right. So did you at one point in time live away from home? Yes. When was this? When I was working. When you were working. Oh, okay. Let me explain. <laughs> this is a financial choice. <laughs> Trying to be fiscally responsible. So... I work for a pipeline company. It's a contract job. When I'm gone, I'm gone anywhere from six to ten months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make sense to purchase my own place just to store things. Yeah, because so, you're not going to be there. Right. And so, then we all know idle homes often 
end up being burglarized or have issues like right. flooding that you never find out about until much later. Right. And so I just was all right. Well, I'm, I wasn't expecting to be home this long. I was like, oh, okay, I'll be home for about a couple of months. No use in getting an apartment. Yeah. And at least to be, well, Jesus, it's been six. It's been six months. <laughs> all right. So based on your response, I can tell that you being at home is a little frustrating at times. Oh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. I know you didn't intend to be home this long. Mm -mm. And normally when you're home, you're only here for like two or three months. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you would have been here for two or three months, how is that uh, being at home with your mom? How is y'all's relationship in regards to having two grown women with, from different generations (laughs) living in the same house? with their own ideas on how things should be done. Well, my mom is, my mom does her own thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I might not see her until 11, 11, 30, and that ain't abnormal. So, your mom independent. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and, you know, ain't no call, oh, I'm here. Nah, she, she, she moves when she want to move. Okay. And so, she doesn't check for me either. So, if I. Whoa. So, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's to. To her benefit or to your benefit, when I had to go back uh, to my mom for a summer, not even six months, a summer, it was every time I turned around, you know, where you're going and what's going on. Mm -mm. Mind you, I was still in college and we were in a different state, so I could see her concern, but I could never not move Mm -mm. without her knowing where I'm going. If I stroll in at three or four, nothing said. So as someone that live, has lived with a lady that would not go for that, I'm <laughs> trying to figure out why you frustrated. Oh, because my mom is just, because she, okay, I'll tell you, we had an argument last night. All right. Over dishes in the sink. <laughs> Isn't that like the black mama argument <laughs> of and, all time? And she came in and she was like, where are all these dishes? And I was like, you definitely ate last night. So, you know, did you put them in the sink? I uh, match. Well, you've been here all day. Yeah, in my room, in the air chilling <laughs> just trying to stay cool i didn't even go in the kitchen because when i knew it wasn't her food in there so <laughs> and i'm just like are we not gonna do this today we not i watch them but we're not doing this all right so that's the and i think that's one of the points that a lot of people make in regards to having to go back home you're an adult your parents are adults as well mm-hmm. and Sometimes they look at you and treat you as if you are somewhat near their equal. And then some days it's like you're 12 years old again. So how do you deal with um, the potential flip-flop? Because, I mean, we all know that we're always our mamas and daddies' babies. Mm-hmm. They will never completely see us as adults. But how do you make that boundary and put that line down to where your mom understands that, hey, mama, I'm an adult too. I have thoughts and ideas as well. What do you do to do that respectfully? I pay light, water, gas, um, cable, internet, yeah, cell phone. So you pay all the bills but the mortgage? And insurance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so when she get to fuss and I be like, <laughs> you just, just point to the light bulb like I'm the like last night she was just like if you're not gonna watch this you can go and I was like and with yeah, me I goes got 18 light. days of light so I'm good and she was just like you petty and I was like there and walked out so but, but you know what I'm glad that you are here with all your teeth your lips are not swollen your eyes not black 
Because if Crystal would have said that to Tawanda, <laughs> I would be somewhere on the way to the ER. <laughs> and that, and that's just how my mom is, and that's how I function with her at times. And I mean, like I said, we haven't lived together in years, so I don't have to, I don't have to roll with that. So if, but see, that's the thing. That's why I didn't get an apartment because even when I was away, I paid all those bills. Wow. So even when you're not physically there to partake in the light and the air conditioning, you still pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So why do you choose to do that? Like, that's just, my mom has rarely told me no. Like growing up, it was always not now. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm at a point where I can, why not? So Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. And that's what I think differentiates you and people that think like you from those other adults that are considered moochers. You recognize that, you know, your mom has made sacrifices and, you know, she's done things that she may not have wanted to do to provide you with what you wanted. So now that you can, you do. Right. You are not like um, the guy, what is his name, Michael Rotundo, that 30-year-old that refused to move out of his house. <laughs> so how do you feel about that situation? But, but okay, wait, hold on. Recap. So Michael Rotondo was the guy I think I spoke about on maybe the first episode. And he was a 30-year-old that was taken to court by his parents because he refused to comply with the eviction notice that they gave. And it wasn't like they woke up one morning and said, get out my house. They were trying to help him find a job. They gave him money to leave and they were doing everything that they knew how to do, but he still refused essentially to leave. And um, ultimately the judge ruled that he needed to leave. And, you know, I guess we're waiting to see what happens now. I don't know. But what is your opinion on him? I mean, that was foolish. Like, my, my mom tells me all the time, <laughs> you got to go. And I just be like, I'm not going anywhere. But, like, when I heard his situation, like, okay, this is a completely different scenario. Um, I say every day I'm leaving. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just remember, okay, do I really want to go pay somebody rent? And still, because if I leave, I'm still paying these bills. So, it's like, yeah. <laughs> do I really want to be in Jackson? Paying six fifty for rent, paying my own light water gas, and then still sending her <laughs> or paying all her bills. And the thing about it that we haven't even touched on is that you are fortunate enough to be able to even consider affording expenses in two households. Because yeah. I was recently reading that it's official, they put a stamp on it, millennials cannot afford rent. Because rent is running 1200 on average. That's what I was paying in Ohio. Oh, Jesus. And I've never paid anything that high. And that's part of the reason I refuse to move out of the South. I paid 1200 for a one-bedroom. It was actually a hotel. They turned. So I had two rooms. I had a living area and a bed. For $1,200? $1,200. Wow. Did you, did you have a standing? Did you have a bathtub in that place? No. So you had shower. a standing shower? Yes. And I went and bought a separate handheld shower head to go on there because I was just like, you got to give me some. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, if you were talking to someone that was considering moving back in with their parents or was being forced to do so, what tips do you have for them in regards to keeping the peace between them and their parents? Go in slow. <laughs> Don't do, do what now? Go in slow. Don't do too much too fast. Like, you can't go in, oh, I'm grown. It's my, no, it's still your mama house. You still got to be respectful <laughs> of your mama house. Like, I mean, I've been home now six months, 
And so, like, the first two months, my friend was like, I'm going to come over. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, nah, bro. And now it's like, yeah, okay, I guess you can come over. Like six, six months ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. Well, she's not here right now, so. <laughs> so, we, so we still sneaking folks in the house? Well, it's not sneaking. She knows about it, but we still sneaking <laughs> folks in the house at 20-something years old. Mm-hmm. That sounds so bad. I mean, but I mean, but hotel rooms are outrageous. Have you bought one lately? No. I, wait, yes, I have. I got, I, tired of, town. I got tired of paying for hotel rooms. I feel that. But, like, I mean, <laughs> to your credit, I think. My side of the family and Java's side of the family just started really recognizing the fact that we're married. And for those of y'all that don't know, I have three children. So it should have been spoken a long time ago what was going down, but apparently <laughs> it's officially <laughs> official. We can, like, sleep in the same room. Not even the same bed. We can sleep in the same room now, and it's okay. Oh so, God. you know, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like hotels in Jackson, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm not paying you $100. I'm not even asking to pay you $100. Yeah, especially, yeah, because any place that you're going to that you won't have to fear bed bugs right. is at least $100. And then you have people, oh, who, what? Don't worry about it. I'll give you the additional if you think I'm going to go in there. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you could give me a quick rundown, three benefits and three challenges to living with your parents once you're an adult, what would they be? Benefits, savings. I actually can save. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else is buying the groceries. Okay. <laughs> I was grocery shopping over there before, though. Um, mm, three things. Yeah, All we got is two? Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are some <laughs> challenges? <laughs> two very grown women. That feel very different about a lot of things. <laughs> Living in one small space, it's Your just house different. Is big, though. Yeah, uh huh. It ain't that small. Her house is bigger than my house. Okay, but she still finds a way to come where I am, and I'm just like, but that's her house. Exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> that is. <the> problem. <laughs> my mom has this thing about locked doors, and I'm one of those people. I lock doors. She also has this thing about lights. I pay the light bill. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. um. So she comes in your room, opens the door, and turns off the lights? No, turns on the lights. Oh. My mama, every light in the house is on when she comes in. Oh, wow. And I'm the person going behind cutting off lights. I'm like, you don't pay the light bill. What's up? <laughs> wow. No. Oh, okay. That, that is a challenge. <laughs> she, she's up in the bill that she's paying. And then, the, but see, it's different because she also doesn't do air. She's anemic. It's 95 degrees. Tonight. My mama will sit in the house with the air off and just the fan. I'm just like. So I'm got the gig. Go on the other side of the house. It, it's hot. <laughs> right. I'm like, go on the other side because I got to turn some air on because it's not going to work. Yeah. No, that that ain't going to work. So that and then the food. So like leftovers. What's wrong with leftovers? It's, it's a wrap. Like she eats them? Yeah. So like say for instance, I went to Red Zone and got something somewhere. Shout out to Red Zone. Red Zone has the best everything. It's the most seasoned and flavored place. <laughs> and I'm doing like this free advertisement because their food is just <laughs> so good. If you are in Jackson, go run by Red Zone. Google it, find out where it is, and get you a good plate because they fill the plates now. 
Their broccoli is the truth. The egg rolls are good. Everything there is pretty good. I haven't had a bad plate yet. I haven't either. I mean, don't go there if you want to lose weight. I mean, I ate there on my diet. Uh, I had loaded broccoli, though. See, see, there's still too much going on to say it's attached to a gym. Well, they moving. They're moving. What? Moving away? Well, a new location. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. All right, so you you bought you bought food and you yeah. had it sitting and you were ready, had your mouth and stomach fixed mouth for the next day. And she took it to lunch. And I was just like, you didn't think to say anything? And she was just like, I mean, you were done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Where? How? How did it? How did that work? When well, her her philosophy is, it's two of us here. You should have brought two plates, or you didn't bring enough. Oh wow! Like that candy I brought, six in there for a reason. <laughs> well, dang, mama, you just—I <laughs> mean, I don't buy one of anything in my house. I've learned my lesson. Mm-mm, you well, have to bring two, or you're gonna be short. Well, <laughs> and, you, and you can't say much about it because Mm-mm. that's th- that's still your mama. Mm-hmm. That's still her house. So you just stuck and mm-hmm. hungry. <laughs> Pretty much, just get up and go get you something else. Like, right, bro. Until you pay her back, that's the only. <laughs> Until you see it, see something you want, and be like, "Well, hmm. <laughs> time to get even." Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't play that game either. Cause, Not um, fast. All right, so last question, and I think you'll be relieved to hear that. Do you want to move out, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. Yes, because some days you'd be like, okay, I'm tired. I'm I'm over it. And I'm I'm a type of person. When I put something down. I like to know exactly where I put it, and I know my person right there. I know mm-hmm. this is here. But you can walk my mama house, and she didn't redecorate the living room because she got bored one night. And you drop something down, and it hit the floor like what? <laughs> and so, but then at the same time, it's like it's not worth the money. I would rather deal. I mean, it's my mom. I love her. She gonna be her whether I'm here or Timbuktu. Yeah. So she gonna be the same person regardless of where I go, and she'll come to my spot and invade it the same way mm-hmm. until she leaves. So I mean, but for the amount of money I'm saving, because I think I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and um, they were asking me about if they should move back home, and I was like, you have a decent enough relationship with your parents where you can, because I know some people who just can't mm-hmm. move back home, then take it. If you're okay with it. I mean, you know, lack of privacy and stuff like that is out the window. But the amount of money, I think I was calculating everything. I don't spend $400 a Ooh, month. That's it? And all the bills. You don't spend 400 No. Oh. The most expensive bill is the light bill. Can I come live with y'all? Yeah, come on. We got extra. No, I mean me and nah, Java no. and <laughs> nah, the children. That's five people, Chad. Hey. <laughs> We are entertaining people. You will have joy. See, that's the thing. We entertain ourselves. My mom's saying one side, I feel another side. You will have um, we only all convene. sorts of good stuff. We only come together in the kitchen and the living room. Other than that. I mean, we will cook and clean the kitchen. and Really? Sure. <laughs> you, you really going to wash dishes? If, hey, if I was paying less than, good Lord, if I could pay $400 a month to live somewhere. I mean, but we stay in Raymond. So, like, our water bill is never going to be over $20. All right. So, I know I said the last question, but I made that up because I just thought of a good one. Um, have you been able to learn a lot about your mom? Have you, um, has your opinion of her or perception of her changed since y'all have been living together as adult women? Yeah, like we have more, well, 
me and mom have very open dialogue. We some people were like y'all talk about everything. I'm like, yeah, she know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't. I never want mom to be surprised. Like you know how some people, their children end up doing crazy stuff, and they're like, oh my god, not my child. Yeah, I want mom like, nah, that was her. She was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was her. I don't. I don't need her. I didn't know. She knows. So <laughs> she knows. <laughs> Even the. <laughs> yeah, she knows. So. We already have open dialogue about everything, and mm-hmm. some people are like you talk to mom about everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. what I'm hiding it from? Yeah, who I'm hiding it from? So, um, now we just have open conversation that's more, I guess, adult oriented. So we talk about finances more because she can swipe my car, and <laughs> I don't say anything because it goes back to she yeah. didn't do anything, but. So we talk about that often and plans for the future and relationship stuff a lot now. And so do you feel like you guys are closer as mother and daughter now that you um, have spent so much time as a woman living with her? Yeah. But see, I don't think we had like we you never had far to go to begin with. Yeah. We've always been really close. Like I mean, when I was in college, um, I went to Tulip. And when I was there, people would be like, oh, I'm going to call my mom. I'm like, you don't talk to your mom every day? Like, my mom wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, she's my alarm clock, and she knows she don't call. I ain't going to class. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. All right. And that was the same on my job. I told him, look, this job for you, because I don't care. So, if you want me to be there? <laughs> so, so, your mom was your alarm clock. <laughs> 4.30. 4.30 Central Time, because I didn't have to be at work. She called me every morning. Get up for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh your mom would trip me out alright well thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us a little bit of your life hopefully your words have been helpful to those that listen that are either living with their parents and don't want to or are considering it before you go is there a way that the people can reach out to you via social media it's a waste of time but I mean Oh, because you did cancel all your accounts. No, no, they're they're still active. You can go and find them, but uh, I don't post anything. I just lurk. So, but my <laughs> <laughs> my social media names uh, is Brownie Mix. B R O W N I E M Y X. All right, Brownie Mix. Yeah, because I'm you know. For this week's moment in WTF, we're looking at one of everybody's favorite actors, Michael B. Jordan. In February, while on the Ellen DeGeneres show, he revealed that his parents live with him. And, you know, of course, Twitter took it out of proportion and said that he was bummish because he likes anime and he lives with his parents and he's over 30. But in actuality, he went back and clarified that his parents live with him. And not only that, the house that he currently lives in was purchased or I think maybe even built with the intent for them all to live together. I know there are several reasons why he decided to do this. And one of them he mentioned is because his mom is sick. I wanna say she has lupus and it allows him to be a part of her caregiving team, which is, which is essentially what you're supposed to do when you're an adult and your parent is sick. And as we've already discussed in this episode, there are several benefits, financial and otherwise, to living with your parents. I mean, seriously, guys, if I were to win the lottery tomorrow, 
I would secure a large enough living space to accommodate myself, my family, my grandparents, my mom, and my in-laws. So I'm all for the multi-generational living. So reconsider what you think you know about living with your parents as an adult. Your favorite hottie does it, so why can't you? It's time for the cheat sheet. So if you were not paying attention or you're just now tuning in, this is the information that you need in regards to knowing what we did today. Today we talked about having to move back home and the feelings and the responsibility that comes along with that. Today during the paradigm shift, we discussed how moving back home could fall into one of two different categories. Either you were going home to give yourself an opportunity to improve your life or you were being a moocher. How do you know the difference? Easy. If you're doing these same things that you would do with a roommate in the house with your parents, then most likely you're adulting and you're doing it the right way. But if you're still expecting your mom to cook and do your laundry and pay all the bills, then you're definitely being a moocher and you need to do better immediately. Our sensei of uncertainty was Miss Lurikia Brown, and she talked with us about her experiences in regards to living with her mom after being 18 years old and after moving out once before. In short, she said sometimes it sucks and sometimes it doesn't. And it's basically all based on their relationship and the communication that they have between the two of them. For those of you that are considering moving back in with your parents, Here are five quick ways to ensure that transition is a little smooth. One, have an exit strategy. In other words, have a goal, have a set of plans that you date. Deadlines keep you accountable, so make sure you have one. Two, create a contract with your parents. Um, I mean, your new roommates, because that's essentially what they are. You wouldn't move into an apartment without signing a lease. You wouldn't get a roommate in that apartment without having a set list of boundaries or expectations. Don't do the same with your parents. Not only will a contract solidify the understanding between you and them, it will also show your parents that you're serious about being there, taking care of business, and moving out as soon as possible. Three, discuss any frustrations that you have with your parents like an adult. The big difference between us being children in our parents' house and being an adult in our parents' house is the communication level. When we're kids, we fuss, we argue, we whine, we complain more so. As long as you approach any conflict that you have with your parents in a calm and mature manner, it should end without much conflict. In other words, no matter how much they irritate you, and I know they will because they're your parents and they do that, don't let your emotions control the conversation. Do not yell, do not whine and scream and do all of that stuff. Talk to them as you would your boss or a coworker. Four, show your parents their due respect. Remember, even if you are paying all of the bills in that house, they are still your parents and that is still their house. Treat them with the same respect you did when you were a kid in their house. That will keep down a lot of confusion. Five, stay focused. Regardless of what may happen once you're back in with your parents, keep your eye on the prize. Make sure you keep focused on what you intend to do goal-wise, whether it is live there for a year or get out in six months. I'm sure there'll always be a setback or some sort of obstacle to slow down this progress, 
But as long as you stay focused on the end goal, you'll be out before you know it. And that's it for this episode of WTF IDK Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and I've enjoyed your time with me. Make sure if you have to live with your parents, you do so responsibly. As always, please rate, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We are on all social media as WTF IDK Pod. Send any questions or comments you have to WTF IDK Podcast at gmail.com.